the government doesn't have to be the vehicle through which we create these types of safety precautions and regulations. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Bigger Hearts, Deeper Minds. I am your host, Brad Johnson, and today we're talking about how the government is just one big nanny state. And I've been thinking about this episode for a long time. I'm very excited to be doing this content today, and we're going to get into a lot of good thoughts, a lot of good, just a lot of good information about things that I don't think people think about nearly as much as they should. And really just examining from four big areas in culture how and why the government just puts its hands into everything. And frankly, it it puts its hands into so many things that it, it doesn't even need to be involved in. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. So before we go into anything else, I should probably define first what I mean by nanny state. So, and really just nanny in general. (laughs) So any anything that's described as like a nanny state or being a nanny, it's it's basically someone that's looking after you when really you should be looking after yourself, or at least that's what it's come to mean culturally. Obviously, the, where it really comes from, the word nanny is you know someone who's able to step in for parents if parents are busy or or whatever, and that that's understandable. That that can have its place. It's basically the same idea as a babysitter. Parents can't always be available for their kids. They might have things that they need to do separately or they just want to take a vacation or something like that. But without getting too complicated, basically a, a nanny state um, or a nanny presence in culture is basically anyone or anything that is doing something for you that you should have the capacity or the interest in doing yourself. And people have come to believe over the years that the government is there to do things that businesses cannot do or that families cannot do or frankly that individuals cannot do and that gets that gets uh that gets hairy quickly because if the government is doing something that a business individual or family cannot do um or perceivably so it begs the question why can why can't the individual or the business do that so case in point, and we'll, we'll go ahead and start with this, is professional licensing and you know professional forms of legal business, if you will. The government imposes tons of fees and regulations and paperwork on businesses and individuals in order to do certain things. So if you want to start a business, you have to have an employer identification number, you have to have a sales tax ID or license, um, if you're doing wholesale, you have to have a wholesale license or a reseller's permit. You typically have to have um, other paperwork that goes along with like setting up your business uh, for a specific location. If you're doing like a, a food business or some type of you know physical physically based business, there's going to be paperwork that goes with that. You have to have your business has to be up to a certain health code. You have to have everything complying with zoning regulations. You can't use a commercial property for something other than what it was intended for or like licensed for. And so I could go on and on, but and I should add too, you're going to be paying taxes. You know, you're going to be 
there's a bunch of paper paperwork you have to fill out to show that you're doing everything above board so that you're you're paying your employees you know you're giving them health benefits if that's legally required for the type of people that you're hiring there's a whole bunch of separate stuff that goes with independent contractors if you're doing that instead of hiring people full-time I could go on and on and I don't even know the half of it because I'm not a tax or small business expert but I, I have done some of this stuff before and I know generally what people what the government expects of small business owners and just business in general and so the point is the government puts all these regulations on people just to get started. And, you know, you might say things like, well, hey, what about that health code stuff? Like, don't you want people to be healthy and not, you know, get sick because some business sold them bad food or whatever? Like, yeah, of course. But the government doesn't have to be the vehicle through which we create these types of safety precautions and regulations. When it comes to licensing, there are there are so many different professions that require licenses and certifications. Now, I do want to take a moment to point out that certifications and licenses are different. A certification is more of an educational standpoint. It's it's a educational vehicle through which a educational body says this person is approved to do this type of work or we've we've tested this person on their knowledge and skills and because they passed the certification exam we give our stamp of approval for their type of work obviously certifications are pretty much universal you can find them in any any industry but where things get tricky and where i believe the government has t way too much overreach is the government often says, well, if you're going to do a certain profession, like if you're going to do, if you're going to be a hairdresser, if you're going to be a plumber, um, an electrician, you know, something to that effect, there's many others too, then you have to get a license. You, you have to get our approval in order to do what you want to do. And so the reason we should emphasize certifications more than licenses is because a license is basically saying you have permission to do this, whereas a certification is saying you have the knowledge and skills to do this and you have the you have the professionalism to do this and engage in this type of work for compensation so i mean if if you're listening to this or you're watching this video and you've seen you you've gone to be like a hairdresser or some type of other you've gone into the trades or some type of profession that just requires you to be licensed in order to do that type of work you probably know what I'm talking about. You probably know way more than I'm I, I'm even saying. But I do know that there are ongoing licenses. I mean, you know, even if you're a nurse, you have to, I know that you have to take a, a test, like a certain frequency. You, you have to take a, you have to retake a test often enough in order to be basically a, a nurse that is approved by, you know, the healthcare system and or the government. And so there's so many professions where the government is saying, you can't do this unless you have our permission. And in order to get our permission, you have to take a test or you have to fill out paperwork and you have to pay this big fee. And only then you can be approved to do it. So basically, what we should do instead is we should have systems where the same educational bodies, the same, you know, like if, if you have like a hairdresser's associate, association or something like that, that should be the organization certifying people 
still through, you know, appropriate means. Like it, it shouldn't just be like a, a quick and easy thing. It should still be you're working towards it. You're challenged by it. But then when you pass that certification from the educational body, you are good to go because as writers like Danny Chabino from Being Libertarian, I hope I pronounced your, your last name correctly, say, um, he writes in this awesome article about professional licensing that the people who know the most about any particular profession are the people who are in the profession themselves. Like if I want to learn how to make a pizza, I'm not going to go to the government to learn how to make an amazing pizza. I'm going to go consult the best pizza maker that I know. I'm going to go I'm going to go talk to you know the people who I've eaten their pizzas before and I'm like I want to learn how to make a pizza that, that that's that great. I'm not going to go to the government to tell me how to do that cuz they're not going to know anything. They're just the they're just the people who manage the red tape and say, "Oh, you can go here and you can go there, but you know, forget about anything else." So, I love Danny's point because that is really how industries and organizations thrive anyways. They 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 encourage people to learn more about what the profession looks like by educating them, testing them, training them, giving them ongoing education. That is that is the type of world that we need to shift to, not not a world where there's more and more paperwork and more and more licenses required by the government. So that is the first first way out of four that we'll cover in this episode that the government is basically a nanny state.